The Corpse Sniffing Dog. Episode 7. Season 3. So I got a question for you. Partitions okay. in the bathroom, yay or nay? Oh, 100% yay, but I don't think they're called splash guards. They're definitely not called splash guards. <laughs> uh, but yeah, oh, why? Why? who would be against it? What's the pro for being against it? Space saving? I don't really think they save them. I don't think they eat that much space. Like, you think you could fit an extra urinal, like, in a row of three if you took out all the splash guards? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, all, I go back I'm and all, forth. All for it. You're all for it. You know, at Wrigley, they have what I've never seen before. They have just giant troughs that people pee into. Oh, I've heard that from other people also. Um, and it actually works really well. Because they just have huge, like, huge troughs, and it's always enough room for people to go. And there's no dividers or any oh, privacy? There's, there's no no dividers or anything. No pee privacy? No pee privacy whatsoever. But it works. I think you need to strike uh, a balance. So, No okay. trowels at a high-end restaurant. That's probably... Well, no no trowels. I'm, I'm, I'm pro splash guard. So is Larry. I mean, it's a blessing in disguise when the dog finds that bra, isn't it? It's a blessing in disguise. So where should we start? Uh, Hitler rounding up the toupee people? Oh, I want to start one second before that. And that okay. is that the hat hiding... The bald person is the exact theme of Denise Handicap from season seven. Uh, she's hiding that she's handicapped because she was wheeled under the table, and Larry was hiding that he was bald because he was wearing a hat. Oh, it's the right. exact same theme of that episode. So I thought it was funny that they brought it up first. I, wow, I did not even get that at all. Uh, yes, no, you're hundred percent right. And Larry wears hats a lot. Yeah, he wears hats every time he golfs. Mm -hmm. uh, he wears hats at the beach. Like he's definitely. At ball games, he's not afraid to, to to put on a hat. He's a hat man. Yes, uh, but he's not a toupee man because Hitler would round those people up. <laughs> Hitler would. They should kill these guys with toupees. They should kill those guys. Uh, I, I just love how like the the bald chef is, who later in a couple episodes revealed to actually do wear toupees, but he's just going along with everything Larry is saying, no matter what. Oh like, yeah, he's just sucking up so obviously. I love the little nonverbal communication they have beforehand. Yeah, when Larry's right. like, eh, eh, and he, point, he points to his head, and, uh, and they're each pointing each other's heads, switching back and forth. Now we've mentioned before why is Larry the one making all the ultimate decisions for the restaurant, but yep. why is Larry the one interviewing the chef? Isn't that like the general manager of the restaurant's job? Uh, perhaps I, I have no idea. I wrote this down. Why? Why is Larry doing this? Well, Larry's in charge. Larry runs the restaurant. Also, That's... don't they evaluate a chef on the quality of his cooking? I've never hired a chef. I don't know. That's how they evaluated Ted Danson's chef. So I would think that, I mean, it's, it's, it's very plausible that like after they met, the guy went into the kitchen and cooked something for them. I mean, if you don't hear him, you don't see him cook. The chef could cook stuff that's way too saucy. It, it could be too saucy. Way there's too no saucy. way, and there's no way to fix that. It's Not a, at all. It's a, a fatal flaw of a chef. It is impossible. Uh, okay. So, so moving on to the dinner with the brownies. Uh, I, I like at the end, the, the, definitely the money conversation where they, Larry insinuates that it's Stu's money, not whatever his wife's name is. And she asked them and Cheryl was like, well, it's our money. And just no hesitation. Larry goes, no, it's not. It's my money. It's not our money. No, it's not. I mean, it's a very Larry David an answer. Yeah. It's just straightforward. No on... thought put into it. He, he's very... He's very concrete on that answer. Yeah, but it's based like solely on um, uh, technicality based on semantics. Right? Yeah. And that like he's not denying money. Cheryl the money at any level whatsoever. No, she can spend whatever she wants. 
but it but he's saying that at a semantic level it is his money since he is the one who earned it. He's defending his you know his semantic rights there. He's right. He he worked. Um, anything else at that dinner? Not really. Kind it wasn't. Away. Kind of he kind of drags on. I think. I, I actually. Maybe I should have said this at first. I really like this episode, but I thought the first half was actually pretty boring, and the second half was just great. The second half? No, I agree. The like second half, half is great. The first half, they're, they're setting up plot, uh, I would say, very slowly for Kirby. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, like halfway through this episode, I was like, wow, this is dragging on. This is not a good one. And then my second half is just filled with notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Are corpse-sniffing dogs, is that a real thing? I'm sure it is. Okay. Uh... I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, it, I'm, there are rescue dogs, right? Like, they train to smell people. It seems like a thing. Okay. I, I believe that. Um, I do like when, when Larry picks up the bra. And, like, he, everyone's just so angry. He just... Eh, it's a bra-sniffing dog. Like, he's just making a joke out of it while everyone's just looking at him disgusting. And then he gets the blessing in disguise for the splash guards for the three to four more weeks. Blessing in disguise. It's a bra-sniffing dog. It's a bra-sniffing dog. Hey! Larry sees the light in it. What can you say? Larry's an upbeat person. Uh, yeah, he's in, in this episode. He's well, in, in that scene at least. Um, so then it goes outside, and Jeff shows up, right? And he's yep. talking about how he moved back to the hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, and that oh, right, that's when Larry, you know, Larry tells Jeff right to go talk to Sammy. Yep. The thing I find really funny about this is Jeff is putting like his marriage. In the hands of Sammy. Like, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I agree. He's willing to just leave his leave his wife, leave his family, and move out because of, like, of this dog. Like, he's just letting his daughter decide his own fate. Yeah, but like, did you even catch, did you catch Jeff's reaction when Larry said, go talk to Sammy? He looks so surprised. Like, did <laughs> Jeff not even that. consider talking to his daughter about I getting did. rid of the dog? Well, I'm sure he didn't, but uh, I... I did not catch that. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, I should do that. It's a great idea. It's, uh, it's the only idea. It's the logical thing to do. Well, Jeff, Jeff, I'm not sure there are like really that many Jeff Sammy scenes ever in Curb. I think every time Sam shows up, it's with Susie. Um, or in this case, with Larry. Right. So, what do you, what do you have next? I mean, the next notes that I have are about the scene between. Uh, Larry, Larry and, Sammy. and Sammy. Yeah, that's what I have too. Because it's take... a fantastic scene. It's a good scene. I like when he is like trying to taste the wine and see how like he knows what he's doing. It's like, hmm, little oaky. And Sammy's like, "What does that mean?" And Larry just goes, "Tastes like a tree." Tastes like a tree. <laughs> Tastes a little like a tree. I, you know what I love about this scene? Um, that Sammy just like readily opens the door for Larry and yeah. comes in like it's no big deal. That Larry does this all the time. That he just well, comes he, over to hang out with Sammy. No, he probably probably goes over to see Jeff all the time, but I guess Jeff doesn't live there, so you're right. It it is a little strange. Yeah, and it confirms my. I, I mean, not I to mention like she's hearing. six. Do you leave six year olds home alone? I think she's seven, but still, even seven don't. seems young. She did say I, that Susie was next that. door, so. Yeah. Next door, next you can leave. I don't know what the. You well, know. that's enough for Larry to get her drunk. <laughs> So it affirms my theory that Larry is great with kids. Yeah. And, and, Larry and little kids are always great. He relates to them. They actually like him. Kids he's, love Larry. He's nice, he's nice to them. It's funny because uh, adults hate Larry. Kids yeah, love like Larry. The, 
the, the cutting the doll's hair. That girl loved him. Like, I'm trying to think of other instances. Uh, his, his text message pal from season seven? Well, I'm trying to think of instances that have happened before. Oh, okay. That have happened already, I guess. But, uh, yeah. Um, there have been a few. There have. So... Do you... Oh, so, so, so... Go for it. No, I was going to say, um, Larry naming other am- other animals. One, he names a pony, as if as if Susie would not care that Larry brings her a pony. Like, is that that's an acceptable replacement. And then, he names a hamster. He put it in the cage, and he tortured it a little bit. And I think Sam's response is, no, hamsters, hamsters are boring. And Larry says, no, it's not boring if you torture it. <laughs> it's not boring if you torture it. He's very into torturing these hamsters. But that was a pretty tame list of pets. Uh... Sammy thought that turtles were scary. I guess so. I love turtles. I know you do. Turtles are not scary. I disagree with Sammy on that. Giant snapping turtles can kind of like claw and bite you, but regular box turtles are, are not. Like uh, sea turtles? Sea turtles are awesome. You know, they live uh, to like 150, whatever. All about sea turtles. You don't, you don't sell me on those. Okay. So, this, so then Susie, or sorry, Sammy gets drunk and says she can take the dog. I like how Larry just assumes that Sammy's permission is also, like, enough to take the dog like, without <laughs> consulting with the mother or, like, like it's not, like, all these decisions, like, Sammy's not the one who gets to make all these major life decisions for people. Larry should know better. Larry should know yeah, that Susie has an opinion better. on this. Of course he should know better. Like, why? It's just, he consulted with Jeff and Sammy, the two people that have no say. Wait, how much wine did Sammy drink? Half a At cup? most, it was half a cup, and it really... I mean, it probably doesn't take a lot to get a seven-year-old drunk. Red wine could have, you know, like 15% alcohol in it. But she seemed to get drunk pretty quick. I don't, I don't know if the, if the science works out, but that's okay. All right. Uh, so what do we have next? Um, I wrote oh. down that Larry actually does a legitimately good job on this apology. His acting Which for the apology? apology. The apology he gives to the Browdies. Well, he hasn't. At first, he goes over to drop off the dog. He doesn't give an apology. You're right. You're right. I'm I'm jumping ahead. Yeah, and in fact, it's not a great scene. But she says, "Well, do you have anything to say about dinner?" And Larry goes, "I enjoyed the chicken very much. Better than I thought it would be." Great comeback line. Great. Um, yes, and then he goes on about he only thanks the people who deserve to be thanked, which makes sense. And then it's the second time he goes back, and it is good acting with his fake apology. He sells it very well. Mm-hmm. But before that, in between, Larry, this happens in a couple episodes, including the doll, and probably a couple more. Larry, like, solves the problem, drives home, the music cuts like the doomsday music, and Susie is just standing in his driveway. Yep. So here's my question. How, how, often, how often does Susie just go over to his house and stand in his driveway looking angrily and just wait for hours until he comes back? I, I don't know. My two notes for that scene were... One, how long has Susie been standing in the exact yeah. same spot? And two, if you notice, she doesn't move. She just That's... stays in the same spot. She doesn't approach him, and she oh, just really? yells. That I didn't notice. I, I mean, I, I love this scene. Like, it, it's such a, like, it, it, you know it's going to be a good scene when Larry pulls in, and you just see that Susie standing there. But yeah, like that's her go-to angry at Larry move. Yep, just... you hear the music. They pan up from her feet. They do a good yep. job with it. And she's just... Standing there waiting. It makes her day, I guess. Like, she'll wait all day to, to stop and yell at him. What else is she going to do? She's not home staying, uh, taking care of Sammy. Exactly. Exactly. Sammy's home alone again. That brings up the, like, she's slurring her words. And Larry said, I thought she developed a speech impediment. <laughs> You've known the kids since she was born. She just developed a speech impediment. That's why it was so puzzling to me. 
<laughs> and like he's because he he's innocent about it. It's just such a stupid explanation that he actually that's what he actually thought. So then we come to the the second apology, or did that? Yes. Or, no, yes, we go to the second apology, and. Did you notice they do this little small plot device that the Browdies have a bridge on their driveway, but there's yep. a sign on it? Yep. And the, the bridge is under repair, so they can't drive the car. Yep. Uh, I thought that was pretty detailed plot device planning for Curb's sake. Yeah, you're right. They don't usually do stuff like that. That Larry has to be far enough away, you can call the dog, and the dog the dog can run fr- faster. Than... You're right. They, they, they could have easily gotten away without doing that. And... No, you're right. It's it good. It was almost surprising to see that little element. I gotcha. Uh, so then he gives the real thank you, which is good. Yep. Asks for the dog back, and then takes back his thank you at the end. Totally. In typical, in typical Larry fashion. I, I just thought the the ending scene with Larry running is always hysterical, calling the dog, like, triumphant, and then, like, him jumping over that, like, one-foot sign was actually pretty funny, I thought. Mm-hmm. Get the Larry comedy run. It was a good ending. The the last half of this was just a lot of like really good scenes back and forth and back and forth. Right, but then you have the you have the last the last last scene is when uh, he brings the it's actually there are no words whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. He br- he he brings the, the dog back to Jeff's house. Jeff's unpacking his clothes. Mm-hmm. No words. No words. No, there whatsoever. is no there is one word. Jeff says like what's going on. Right. Like it's it's already panned out and then. I mean, you can just tell Jeff just turns around and leaves because he's willing to abandon his family once again. It's a very strange shot for Curb. It's shot from the roof of Jeff's house. Is it the roof? I thought it might just be like... It looked like the roof. I don't know. It was also handheld, so it was shaky. Kind of drove me crazy after a little while. Yeah, you're right. They usually don't film down like that, that I can actually think of at all. But uh, it worked in this case. It was a good episode. It was better than I remember it being. This episode really pulls it out. 